Welcome this morning to another live broadcast. My name is Isaiah Phillips Akintola. I want to specially welcome everyone joining us this morning. Wherever you're connecting from, you are most welcome to another beautiful, wonderful, glorious uh, day. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in him. Wherever you're watching from this morning, whatever the time zone that you're connecting from, I want to specially welcome you. We are broadcasting live from uh, Western Cape Franjouk. And we believe God this morning to once again grant us grace, wisdom, knowledge, understanding. This platform has been set aside to help us to understand the ways of God, the intentions of God, and of course to call us to pray. We are watchmen. We are called to intercede. We are called to take our position on the wall, on the tower. We, our, our intention is to continually seek the heart of God, the mind of God, and know how to live life. And also know how to uh, interact within the concept of this new day heaven has brought us into. Thank you so very much, my dear sister, this morning for connecting. Sister Kumisa, it's nice to see your face this morning. I hope you had a beautiful night to rest. We want to believe God once again this morning to help us to adjust, you know, into the speakings of God. There are several things the Spirit of God is revealing and, and sharing with us that we want to constantly track, all right? We want to continually look into these principles and hopefully allow the Lord, amen, to grant us, you know, insight, grace, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. There are a couple of things that uh, I sense the Lord will have us, you know, look into as we begin to deal with what we tag, amen, coming out of the ark. I'm just wondering why this is a bit blurring this. All right, just okay, let's say, okay, I think that's much better. All right, so uh, we, we're trying to uh, broadcast from two uh, uh, streams uh, um, this morning. I'm uh, hoping that uh, we will, we'll get it right. Okay, we're trying to broadcast from, of course, our Facebook Live. And we're also trying to do that through our YouTube platform. And I see that uh, the signal on the YouTube seems to be very good. Uh, but I'm not sure what is going on on Facebook uh, uh, platform. Uh, just trying to... Excuse me. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, what, what, what we're just going to do, I'm just going to go straight into uh, our teaching this morning. There are, like I said, there are a few things I sense the Spirit of God. All right. Yesterday, oh, sorry, yesterday I, <laughs> I couldn't make it. I don't know what happened. Uh, uh, we tried to broadcast, but the line just went off completely. Of course, it was, it was a technical problem from, you know, our service pro provider. Let me see if I if I can change this line, this network line. Just give me a few minutes, please. Let me see if I can change this network line. Thank you, Father. All right. I've changed the network line. Just see. We can get it a bit brighter here well let's see what's going on there i'm sorry about that but well that is how we have to continually adjust these things until we get it right but welcome anyhow wherever you're connecting from like i said we're broadcasting from both uh, our facebook and youtube this morning this is the first time i'm trying this i hope it works it, it comes out well okay and uh, like i said my heart is just to see that we continually promote and propagate the gospel of the kingdom. The scripture says this gospel of the, of the kingdom shall be preached, all right, to the ends of the earth. Then, then the end shall come. 
So our desire, our our passion, our longing, all right, is to continually make sure that we pro we promote, we propagate, amen, we broadcast the heart of God and the mind of God. So welcome. Thank you, Sister Myrtle. Thank you, uh, uh, Brother Melvin. I see you also joining this morning. Thank you, guys. We want to appreciate God for another beautiful day heaven, amen, has made available, amen, to us to rejoice, of course, and to, you know, to sing his praise and to honor him, glorify him, and to magnify. In fact, let us pray this morning. Father, we honor you. We thank you for this brand new day. This is the day that you have made. This day has never been before. You created this day. No matter the plans we have yesterday, no matter the things that we have spoken about and talked about, if you never woke us up, yes, to see the light of this brand new day, we will never be alive today. But we thank you that in your mercy and love, you have continually shown us that you are still very much interested in our life. And we appreciate you, Lord, in this cold weather this morning, we are gathered, Almighty God, to show forth your praise and your glory, to declare, to manifest your intentions in the earth. Yes, Father, our life is the extension of your desire in the earth. Whatever you want to do, you do through a people that you have called out. Father, we thank you this morning that we are waking up to the reality that we are the called out generation. We are your nation in the earth. We are your vessel. Yes, we are the instrument like like you said to your servant the prophet you said you are my weapon of war we thank you this morning that through us you will do valiantly through us oh god you will build you will restore through us almighty god you will you will you will you will change lives through us you will equip through us you will minister to those yes that are downtrodden those that are weak those that are fearful through us father you will minister to the poor yes for jesus said the spirit of the lord is upon me for he has anointed me we thank you father for your anointing this morning that makes the difference in our life yes it is the anointing that separates us it is the anointing that enables us it is the anointing that woke us up this morning it is the anointing that say we must be and we thank you this morning that as you continually speak and minister to us that our life oh god will reflect your intentions your glory your desire and your counsel in the earth we pray corporately this morning wherever we are connecting from we pray corporately may your kingdom come lord may your will come into our homes our space may your will oh god be be establishing our heart may your will oh god find expression through our desire our motives our agendas yes let the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart lord be acceptable in your sight we want to live for you this morning in this day where you're speaking to us about your economy about how we must come out of the ark we are tracking and we pray lord that we will continue lord to track your heart and your mind that we will grow in this day of spiritual development in this day of renewal in this day yes of rebirth we pray god that we will not miss what your spirit is saying to us thank you thank you for your will that will find expression in us through us this morning thank you father for your kingdom that is advancing yes and means the kingdoms of men your kingdom is advancing oh god yes like a seed like 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 that flower like 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 that yeast that is planted amidst the door thank you spirit of god that there is an increase this morning the word declares that of the increase of your kingdom there shall be no end we thank you this morning we honor you we glorify your name because indeed we can hear 
Indeed, we can feel. Indeed, we know this morning that of the increase of your kingdom, there shall be no end. Thank you, Father, for the power of your spirit. Thank you, Father, for the manifestation of your counsel. Thank you, Father, for your word, oh God. Yes, that is that is giving us life. Thank you, Father, for the manifestation of your truth. Thank you, Father, for the impartation of your counsel. Thank you, Father, for the revelation of your son. Thank you this morning that indeed we know that all things are working together for our good. Why? We love you. And this is the crux of the matter. That when you can find a generation who understand your love, <laughs> when you can find a people who understand, who understand and walk in the revelation of your love, life gets to be changed. See these nations that transform. We are still groping in, 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 in darkness, oh God, regarding your nature, your love. We thank you this morning that once again you will reveal. When you show yourself, when you introduce yourself to a people, it is your love first that you show. We thank you this morning once again that we will be introduced to love. And love will introduce us to other dimensions. Love will take us and lead us by hand and bring us to other realities of who you are. We thank you this morning. Honor and glory to you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome, everyone. Thank you also, uh, Brother Derek, this morning for joining. We want to believe the Lord this morning to help us to have insight, revelation, and understanding regarding the heart of God, regarding the mind of God. There are several things the Spirit of God is sharing with us, and I'm hoping, praying, that our heart all right, will connect to many of the things that we are dealing with. Several things that I... I, I, I I, I felt I need to, you know, just bring to our attention as we continually look into the whole principle of uh, uh, coming out of the ark. Of course, that is a phrase uh, that we have, you know, coined out to kind of capture the spirit of what, of what the Lord is doing. Amen. Post, you know, the, the if you will, Corona. Or, uh, we, we, we know that the, all that happened during the Corona uh, 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 pandemic, of course, is still happening. But we saw that from a spiritual, you know, light. We 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 tracking what God is doing, Amen, in the earth from His own divine objective and perspective. All right, why we are dealing with issues that is killing men in the earth and issues that is destroying business and 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 people are getting, you know, depressed and oppressed and feeling fearful and don't know what to do with their life. In the midst of all that, all right, we are also tracking what God is doing, what God is saying, and I think that is what makes a, a big difference. You know, in, in the life of believers and Christians, where people may say, Well, well, we know something is going on in the earth, but we ought to have a better and a clear insight regarding amen the things that is happening in the earth. And we have been tracking that for, for some months now. All right, the spirit of God has been speaking to us. We've been trying to understand the, the directions and the directives and the leading and the guidance of the spirit. And now we are we are at the point where the Lord, you know, began to speak to us about what he you know, he, he, he showed us as coming out of the ark. We know that, you know, Noah brought the people, all right, to 
you know, to Mount Ararat, okay, Mount Ararat, journey from, you know, the, 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 the place that Noah was, you know, and the judgment of the flood and all of that. Those are powerful spiritual principles, okay, that, that we ought to remind ourselves daily. But, amen, the ark finally highlighted in the place called Mount Ararat. From Mount Ararat, the Lord began to say to Noah, okay, you and your children and, and their wives must come out of the ark and all the animals. So, that to us was a powerful position amen where we can begin to engage the earth again so we tag that coming out of the ark and we've been looking at some beautiful principles and 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 and, and insight all right that will allow us to be able to make sense of the days that we live in and how the spirit of the lord will allow us amen to to flow in the direction of his divine intention one of the things that has become so clear all right in, in the voice of god you know to us for the past few months all right is that that this is a brand new day all right we call it reset but beyond reset we said that it's also amen it's also a season amen of stepping into that which the spirit of god amen will have us begin to you know uh, uh, walk into in, uh, in in terms of spiritual maturity in terms of spiritual development because all of the things that god is doing in the earth all right we we capture it in one word we said amen is redemption is redemptive all right god's god's redemptive counselor and purpose, amen, is, is at work. We are seeing the increase. We are seeing the development. We are seeing the movement of God, hallelujah, in the earth, all right? And whenever there is a resistance, where, wherever there is, you know, a, 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 you know, an hindrance to what God, amen, wants to do or is doing, amen, the Spirit of God rises up to challenge that and to move that out of the way. And, and, and we've seen, you know, that, you know, happen in, in such a level that today, I mean, anyone living on earth we know that yes there, there is a god <laughs> there is a god who rules over the affairs of men because man like it or not amen god has continually you know you know, you know, uh, 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 to move in the earth. God is speaking in the earth. God is showing his power, all right? He is turning up in areas, in places that people will never believe, amen, God can turn up. You know, I was thinking about this a few days ago, you know, that there's a big difference, you know, between having money and having power. You know, I mean, powerful things the Spirit of God is revealing to us. People can have money, but you may not have power. You know, naturally we say if you have money, you've got power. Yes, that that's true to a certain extent. But the reality is there are certain power that money cannot buy. There's certain influence, all right, that 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 money cannot buy. And and you see the fact that you know certain gov government have been able to shut down, you know, things, business, and 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 churches. You know, I was listening to this, you know, this man of God, this bishop in in, in Nigeria. He was raising curses on the government, you know, because they shut down the churches in you know certain part. And he was just raking and raking, and I was just laughing. I said to myself, this is real God speaking this is god really speaking to us that in the days we're living all right there is a separation there's a separation of power this is a man who has influence they've got churches all over the world i mean they've got ministry all across the earth but guess what it took one government to shut down amen them you know their church and this man is calling his members to pray and to curse and 
And I'm saying you don't understand what God is doing in this season. These are part of the things that God is doing. God is bringing down the loftiness of men. God is bringing down the pride of men. God, amen, is speaking and he's turning up, amen, in areas, in places and say, look, I am God. You know, uh, there are certain people who have become like demigods. They think that, okay, they can do and undo. As God is dealing with the political system, is dealing with the religious system, what is God saying? Pharaoh, let my people go. Let my people go. And to certain degree, the people of the Lord, amen, has, has, been, has been allowed to go, amen. And, and we are seeing how God has brought deliverance, amen, through the hand of Moses. God has brought deliverance to the nations. God has brought deliverance to the people of God. But guess what? We, we ought to come to a new place, a new position of what I call divine introduction. God says, bring, God said to Moses, bring the people to me. I want to introduce myself, amen, to the people. And, you know, and that's something that I really want to talk about, you know, this morning as we continue to give our heart in the place of prayer and in the place of supplication, in the place of divine inquiry, in the place of divine, you know, connection to the things of God. We, we have to understand, amen, why we have been brought to where we are today. We have to understand what is God doing, amen, regardless where we are today i think this is so crucial this is very important because if we don't know why amen we've been brought to where we are if we don't know where we have been brought out from and where we are today and where the spirit of the lord amen is pointing to is leading us to i think we may just miss the boat i think we might amen miss the the, the emphasis and that's the key word we want we don't want to miss the emphasis of the spirit amen for this brownie day we want to understand the intentions of god amen regarding our movement okay All right, now we're talking about coming out of the ark what does that mean to you what does that mean to me all right what does that mean to the body of christ what does that mean amen to our our home family what does it mean to come out of the ark what does it mean amen to to begin to engage the earth from a position of newness Remember that after the flood and the judgment, amen, and the water has receded, God said to, you know, to, to Noah, he said, now you can come out of the ark. To me, I think that is beyond just a statement. To, you know, coming out of the ark is coming into newness. It's, it's, it's like amen, Noah and his family have been reborn. Yes, you know, that is the concept of, of reborn. Remember that, uh, uh, was it uh, Nicodemus who came to Jesus, all right, in the night? And I mean, this, this, the Bible says he was a Pharisee, he was a leader of the Pharisee. He came to Jesus in the night. And one will, one will think, well, this man in his age, amen, in his stage, in his position of affluence, authority, power, and all of that. The Bible says he came to Jesus, all right, and he was interacting. And Jesus said, except, but Jesus said to him, except you be born again. And Nicodemus was startled. He was, a, he, was, he was shocked. He said, why would you make such a statement? I mean, look at my age. Look at the position I am. Are you telling me that I need to go into my mother's womb and be born the second time? Of course, that's not, that's not what Jesus was saying. I mean, Nicodemus was on a different concept of thinking. Why Jesus, amen, was, you know, was engaging him from a different reality. And I think this is, to me, this is something that we need to look into. Many of us, all right, have come out of the ark, but we have come with certain mindsets, certain belief system. Remember, that was the same problem that Noah had. And that was why the Bible says that he cursed his son. Because I was thinking about that, you know, was it this morning of... I think it was this morning I was thinking about that. That why will Noah all right, curse his own son in the new day? 
Why will Noah, you know, make that mistake? Why? Because there are things in the life, amen, of, of Noah, just like many of us. You know, I'm just speaking generally. I wish I could read from my notes, okay, because there are certain things that I've put down, all right? You know, when, when, we, when we find ourselves, all right, in a new day, and we are not aware of what we have been brought out of into the newness, is every likelihood, all right, that we will we will repeat, amen, the mistakes of the past. Why? Because the residue, the residue, the the mentality, the ideology, amen, of the past, how we think, how we feel, how we interact, all right, how, the environment we are born into, and the things that have become a default position of existence in our life. Okay, those things that defines the the the, the, the values, the culture of where we're coming from, that has become part of our life if those things are not addressed if those things are not dealt with those things will become what the enemy amen will latch onto those things are the things that the enemy will connect to those things will, will become the leeway the doorway amen where the enemy will be able to gain entrance into our life in the day where we have been brought into newness So I just felt a few days ago, the Lord began to speak to my heart personally on this thing. And of course, I believe this is what he's saying to his church. You know, because so many people, I can assure you, so many people right now are already, you know, uh, 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 forgetting, you know, what the Lord, you know, he's, he's saying or what the Lord is doing or what God, amen, you know, is proclaiming through this whole issue of the lockdown and the shutdown and the pandemic and the economic, you know, uh, 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 you know, bathering and, and and lack that is going on out there many people have gone back to their normalcy in terms of how they think how they reason and they have forgotten amen why we have been brought into this new day because you see the essence of understanding what the lord is doing ought to adjust should be to adjust amen our concept of interaction our our position of life amen when when we are brought out of judgment into a new day where we're given opportunity to live again is like a sentence of death was given to you and suddenly somebody come and acquit you somebody come and say no I, 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 i'm gonna take this person's place or well i'm gonna pay off this person's debt that is not the time to go back and start incurring more debts Somebody wrote up your debts and said, no, no, uh, I, I, let me pay off this person's death. That would not be the time to go back and start incurring more debts. The fact that, amen, you've been redeemed, you've been, you've been free, you've been delivered. You see, when we don't understand why things were done, why, you know, certain things happen in our life, why we've been forgiven. If we don't understand why we have been delivered, there's every reason, there's every tendency that we will repeat the same thing again this day ought to be a day where we should be thinking of developing and mature and maturing in fact if you if if, if i if i may you know I, the, the the title of this topic that this teaching that we're looking into all right is is, is of course coming out of the ark but to us maturity and learning from the heart all right. I want to talk about, I, I want us to, in the next maybe few couple of days, I want us to talk about this concept of to spiritual maturity, amen, and learning from the heart. You see, spiritual things, spiritual things can only be engaged from the condition of the heart. All right. The economy of God is deposited into the hearts of men. God's counsel, God's program, God's plan, all right, 
cannot be sought for, all right, in the intellectual, you know, uh, 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 realm. And, and I'm, I'm not saying that the intellectual, it may, is not important to God. It's highly, crucially important to God. Because whatever we know spiritually that cannot be filtered through, amen, our mental knowledge is irrelevant. But our mental knowledge, amen, is not placed before, the, our, before our sense of spirituality. Our sense of spirituality is where leadership, amen, is, is, is defined and derived. That's why I always talk about the spirit of leadership, all right? To be a leader in your home, to be a leader in your business, to be a leader in your household, to be a leader in your, in your, in your space, in your community, to be a leader as a man, to be a leader as a woman, wherever you have been designed, amen, to function. Amen. From from remember, leadership is not about portfolio. Leadership is about understanding the intentions of God. Leadership is about connecting to divine initiative. Leadership is making things happen. All right. Leadership is helping. Leadership is bringing solution answer. Leadership is functioning within the context of God's assignment for our life. All right. And that takes the spirit of of God. Amen. For us to be able to lead. So for us to be able to do anything for God, we have to source. Amen. That. The capacity or the ability from the from the position of our of our spirituality. So, if you are ignorant of your sense of spirituality, you're ignorant of your spiritual identity. It's it's clear. It's just it's just a given that you will be taken for for granted. You'll be taken for a ride by the enemy because uh, Bible says, "My people perish for lack of amen." My knowledge. It's not just about the lack of knowledge. Knowledge begins with the knowledge of God. Amen. All knowledge begins. Amen. With how we interact how we connect with God. If we don't connect with God, if we don't know his mind, amen, if we don't know his will, if we don't know his intention, amen, we will not be able, amen, to accurately, amen, live life in such a way that pleases God and of course, you know, uh, bring pleasure to us. So this is what some of the things that we need to understand. So where we are as we continue to talk about, amen, coming out of the ark, we need to understand something that speaks into, amen, growing up to us amen to our spiritual maturity remember the things of god are progressive all right from genesis the counsel of god has not has not has not gone back you know the count the will of god amen is not looking back amen from genesis to revelation all right and we remember we've dealt with genesis genesis is the book of the beginning is 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 the place where all things start from is the place where we get the principle amen of how to live life how to start life how to engage whatever you want to do in life amen you want to go into you know you know business marriage amen you want to go into serving god ministry all can be traced to genesis in genesis amen you will find the concept of beginning new beginning you'll find the concept of how to start you'll find the concept of reset the entire book of genesis amen is designed for us amen to begin anew to begin afresh amen to enter into the scope of you know advancing and journey genesis is the point where we begin to journey into the things of god genesis is the place where we know how to interact with relate with people amen and society all of that, whatever you need to know about life, amen, begins from Genesis, amen. But to, to understand Genesis, you need to have the revelation of Jesus Christ, all right? So, so one of the things that I would like us to understand this morning is that we cannot just continue to advance or move further, all right, in our, in our spiritual interaction without having a clear understanding 
of where we are, where the Lord has brought us to. And this is what I am dealing with as we deal with the issues of coming out of the ark. Coming out of the ark, amen, requires that we have certain spiritual nuggets, certain spiritual wisdom, understanding that we have what it means, what, what it takes, all right, to, 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 to begin anew, to begin afresh. Because what God did in, in Genesis chapter, from chapter 9 was to give man a second chance was to give us amen an opportunity through one man amen remember that whenever god wants to redeem a people a, a nation a society he always looked for a man he sought for a man that's what he said in in, in ezekiel you know 22 all right he said he said I, I, I you know i sought for a man that will build up a wall god is forever seeking for a man out of a man he will find a a, a family out of a family he will find a community out of a community he will find a city he will find a generation that is the principle of God, all right? Before God ever call a nation, he finds one. Out of that one, he finds two or three. Out of, Bible says, where, where two or three are gathered in his name, amen, in his nature, in his agenda, in his values, in his purpose, there he is in their midst. So we've got to understand that this is, so when God finds me, amen, how to express that ability, that grace into my home, he must, he must be able to find my home. That doesn't mean that necessarily he calls my home, but my home must be part of amen must must be contributing amen to the spiritual input and development amen and, and the spiritual expressions of god in the earth that is what it means for god to find a family god says i know abraham he will teach his children he will inform his children amen regarding my ways god is you know transgenerational in his in his approach amen when god finds a man he, he hopes to find a generation he hopes to find a man a, a, a company a tribe that can walk with him that can serve him and that's why we've got to stand in the gap and pray not just for our immediate family but pray for our extended family and pray for our community because when god can find a seed earlier there's a potential that he will find himself he will have himself amen a forest when god finds a seed amen he wouldn't just have a tree he will have a forest amen that's the principle of god the principle of god amen is to plant amen that that little yeast amen in the door and before you know it amen that yeast begins to influence the dough until that thing becomes a massive bread that is baked all right that's the principle of god just one little you know seed amen can become a mighty oak tree and once we understand that amen we begin to see the importance of our own role amen in the things of the spirit and i think that is something that we have to look into the art of art of noah came forth amen a generation of people a new order of people in the earth amen yes god found the first man that god found amen was 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 adam in the garden all right through adam god said he was going to bless the earth and that plan never changed that plan never changed God was still using Adam. But guess what? What he did, amen, now was to set another principle in motion. The principle of redemption. So, of course, all I've seen are falling short of the glory of God. So, when God finds a man, what God begins to do is to engage that man again. You will notice that after Adam, all the people that God used after Adam, he had to personally introduce himself to them. He introduced himself to Jacob as he introduced himself, amen, to Abraham. He introduced himself, amen, to, to Isaac. Remember, he, he introduced himself. You just check through the scripture. God will introduce himself. So we begin to see that even in Genesis chapter 10, which is a place that we began to deal with, all right, and we noticed that something happened that, you know, uh, 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 um, 
Nimrod did not actually wait for God to introduce himself. The Bible says they, they got to, while they were journeying, they came to a certain plain and they decided, okay, we're going to build for ourselves a city here. We're going to build. You, you, you will notice that Nimrod was 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 such a guy or a man, a man who was who was too 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 in a hurry. It's like there's something driving him. All right, there's an idea, there's an idea ideology, there's an agenda in Nimrod. All right, he wanted to build, he wanted to reach God. He didn't wait for God to come down, amen, to introduce himself. He wanted to go and and reach. God on his own terms, in his own in his own value system and all of that and by the time God came down to introduce himself, he, he, he actually brought a confusion to the entire camp. Now all of these are powerful spiritual principles for us to trace and to track so we don't find ourselves, amen, in the same in the same spot, in the same situation that Nimrod, amen, and that generation found themselves because that, amen, of course, you know, you know, hindered the advancement of 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 the people that may God he would have chosen to to birth and to cancer. But of course, the mistakes of men does not does not stop, cannot hinder may God's intention. But what we are looking at this as a powerful principle that should amen begin to minister to us and inform our heart that we cannot run amen with zeal and not wait for God and not understand and not learn what the Bible defines as precept upon precept, amen, line upon line, a little here, a little there. We have to know how to engage the things of God, amen, in this season. So I, I felt I needed to just kind of bring our heart. There are a couple of scriptures that I would have loved us to, you know, look into this morning, but I'm not going to take our time because I, I just want to introduce this to us. Maybe we then we pray for a few minutes and then we'll be done. Hopefully tomorrow we'll continue again, all right? So let me just read this uh, a note. Let me read my note here, so so we can better have a kind of a, you know, a brother perspective to what we're dealing with. I said the spirit of the Lord, as the spirit of the Lord begins to engage our hearts, in this period, Amen, that we have coming out of the ark, there are several spiritual laws, principles, values, Amen, and standards we should seek to know. Number one, we should seek to know, reclaim. Number two. Amen. And 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 return to as the place, amen, of as a place of righteousness. Oh, excuse me. Yes, return to so that we can engage the place of righteousness. That means right, uh, having a right standing with God. So there are there are three basic things that we need to understand in this season, amen, of the coming out of the ark, amen. And we say we want to we want to we want to reclaim what is known as the laws of God, amen, the principles of God, the values of God, amen, and the standards of God. To to be able to do this, we have to reclaim something that is called the, the knowledge of the things of the spirit, amen. We have to reclaim what are we what what, what are those things that we need to know. And what are those things that we need to reclaim? I think these are very important. Now, you will agree with me that one of the things that we that happened in the past, because we've got to first of all find, you know, or rather retrace how we got to where we are today. Remember that we said that, you know, that the, all the issues around the corona was God speaking to us, amen, about his, about his Sabbath, which we have not kept. All right, the children of Israel did not kill, kill, keep the Sabbath of God for seventy years. So God, you know, led them into into captivity for seventy years. They said the land must rest. So, the, so that period of you know of the Corona was a period where we declare Amen Sabbath in the entire earth. And and those who are into the Jewish you know uh, 
calendar and tradition and all of that will tell you even you know better that you know that was a period where you know the the the, the, the jewish nation was supposed to be celebrating you know the 70th you know uh, uh, year of the sabbath and all of that so god shut down everything but beyond just a traditional and a ritual idea we're looking at a powerful spiritual principle which is of course that's my own concern i want us to see what is god saying regarding amen the corona and and where we are you know you know you know during this period and what is going to begin to happen amen next year of course by next year we believe that you know everything would have at least died down to a certain level that you know uh, uh, we will enter into full normalcy but that normalcy must be built on the, on the on the backdrop that you and i amen I've learned the things that heaven will have us learn because this is a period where the spirit of God is teaching us certain things. This is a period where the Lord is revealing and unveiling certain truth to us. We must not make the mistake, amen, of the past. And I think that is something that I'm trying to, you know, highlight for us because uh, uh, running you know, in zeal and just trying to get out of, you know, the, 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 the challenges, the pain, the lack and all of that, amen, will make us to fall into the same mistake again. And check the scripture. Every time the children of Israel, you know, run to God, God delivered them. But the moment they run out of God and they start seeking, God takes them back to the same judgment again. We don't want to have that, you know, cycle of defeat in our life. We don't want to have that cycle, amen, of, yes, this period we have abundance, and then the next period we have, we are plunged into famine again. We don't want that. We want our heart, amen, to be connected to God's intention, God's counsel, God's plan, God's purpose. We want to move to us. We want to mature towards that position that is called, amen, the full statue of Christ. That is where we're going. We're moving towards what is called the full statue of Christ. We don't want to be rounding and going around the same old circle, the same old mountain, amen, for another 40 years. We don't want that. We want to break that cycle, amen, of, of defeat. We want to advance, amen. And for, for us to be able to do that, something must happen to us. Something must happen to us. We have to be reintroduced to God. Every time, like I told you, when you check the scripture in the redemptive counsel of God, every time God, amen, wants to do something in the life of a people or God wants to use a people to carry out a mission, the first thing he does, amen, is to introduce himself to them. Now listen to what I, I, I wrote down this morning. I might not be able to read it out. You know, this is my notes. But one of the things the Lord opened my eyes to see you know, when God, went, when God was ready to bring the children of Israel, amen, out of bondage, amen, and, and, and take them through the ark into a new day. You understand? The scripture says God came down, by, you know, through, amen, the ministry of Moses. God used Moses to, to deliver his people. And it took 10 good plagues, plagues, all right? We're in a day of plague, right? It took 10 good plagues to bring the people. The, in fact, the last plague was death. The last plague was death. God began to kill every firstborn, amen, of, 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 of the Egyptian, including the firstborn of Pharaoh. So we've got to be able to look at all the things that is happening around us, amen, and not see them as something strange. No, the scripture tells us. The scripture is our reference. The scripture is our blueprint. So why people, I mean, can you imagine how Egypt must have been in the days of the plague? Is it the plague of the of, 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 of the of the flies, you know, the plagues of the frogs and all of these, the plagues of of you know of, of the water turning to blood that people cannot drink water? 
imagine one of those plagues in our day where all the waters are turned to blood. You can't drink from the water. Just imagine that. To crown it all, the last plague that will break the camel's back was death. They sent death to Egypt. All for one thing because a man played God. Pharaoh played God. Now, when you say things like this in our day, people will, will say, oh, you know, you're a prophet of doom. But that God has not changed. He, he, said, he, said to him, he said to his spirit, he said, I am the God that never changed. If he never changed, his will, his counsel, his program, his power, hallelujah, never diminishes. He's still that God revealing himself. He's still revealing his authority, his glory, and power in the earth. Hallelujah. He's, st he's still the same God that revealed himself, amen, to Moses. He's still the same God that revealed himself to Nebuchadnezzar. He's still the same God that is revealing to himself, amen, to the kings of the earth. He has not changed. So God moved in Egypt mightily. And the Bible called that move a move of, a move of plagues. <laughs> a move of plagues. 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 Plagues, all kinds of plagues, disease, famine. And we've seen that, but that's not what we're tracking. But what I'm trying to show you, listen to this, because there are two things playing out here. All right. The way God dealt with, you know, the unbelievers, those who rejected him, the kings of the earth who stood against him, who said, no, we will break our cord. We will break the cord of chain of, of his authority over our life. We will be our own God to ourselves. Like, like, like Lucifer said, no, I will rise above the mountains of God. I will rise above the stars of God. God said, oh, fine, come, come, come. As he was coming, they threw him down. They, they reminded him that he is just a creation. That he is just one of those things, one of those you know, things that God created. Amen. That the position of power does not mean the position of sovereignty. <laughs> Like I told you earlier on, you know, God, used, God has used this concept of, of the corona to prove to certain people, rich people, that, I mean, I was, I was listening to BBC a few, 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 few days ago, and they were interviewing, you know, uh, uh, the, you know, this guy in charge of, is it the Emirates, the, the, this flight, the Emirates. I mean, all their fleet grounded, and this man was talking about, you know, the, the billions they have lost. That's just one company. But these are, these are powerful people. These are rich people. But you see, you've got to understand that in the world system that we live in, there are powers, but there are powers. Amen. Powers are in measure. So are authority. So are authority. And we have to understand this. All right? I was, you know, speaking to a lady yesterday. She's walking a place. She said, look. It seems our company also is going to go down because we've not been paid now for a few, 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 few months. She said, it seems, I mean, she's talking about, you know, an hotel, working one of the, one of these big hotels. It seems we're also going to go down. Those people never know that such a thing can happen. Even if we, they say, okay, well, this thing was planned, planned, planned by certain groups, certain, you know, guys from China and all of the, yes, but it, but it, that tells us those people are powerful. There are people who define what happened in government. You think governments are powerful? No. Governments are the least powerful. 
There are those who control, who define what goes on. There are those outside South Africa who defines, amen, the curriculum that your children, hallelujah, will learn. There are those who define, amen, what food must must must, must come in and and what 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 will be what will define, amen, the the, the stock exchange. There are those you you, you talk about pass. It is important we all understand this thing. There are powers, but there are powers. There are authorities, but there are authority. Like I said, it took 10 good plague to get the attention of Pharaoh. That is how hardened the heart of man is. That is how callous and wicked and strong-headed I mean, the, the heart of, of man is. No, Pharaoh said, who is that God? I will never let the people go. They will continue to build for me, you know, pyramids. God said, okay, Moses, let the show begin. But listen, in all of the, all of the power that God showed in, in, in Egypt, do you think the children of God saw the power? Of course they did. Did you think they were, they were moved? Of course I'm sure they were moved. Because they could see things happening. They saw the move of God. They saw how God, hallelujah, you know, engaged Pharaoh. They saw, the, the, I mean, beyond the fact that God led them out, they saw God, amen, through Moses that he called. They saw the rod parted the sea. They saw it. But all of the things that the children of Israel saw was not enough. All of the things that the children of Israel saw was not enough to introduce God to them. And this is where I'm going to pick up tomorrow by God's grace. Because I really, I don't want to just brush over this thing. I want us to understand what I'm talking about. Because your life depends on the things that I'm talking about this morning. How we are going to move on. Listen to this. When we are desperate, when we are in need, when we are under, you know, some pressure and there's, there are challenges in our life, when God turn up, when God moves, when God, you know, comes there and show his power and, and bring us out through his, his mercy and deliverance, we can be in an awe and we can, you know, weep and cry and, and feel so grateful. But guess what? That doesn't mean that what we have witnessed or seen changes us and this is the crux of the matter this is the heart of what we're dealing with i'm afraid to say that with all of the things that we have faced that we have seen and that is taking place that many of us many people out there are still not change are still not change with all the power, with all the, I mean, made some of us, I mean, we, 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 have, we, have, we, have, we have reached a near-death experience. Maybe some of us even caught the coronavirus without even knowing it. But so, somehow, by God's divine intervention, we, we, were, we, were, we were saved, we were secure, we were, we, we, you know, God extended his hand of what is killing people. You, you scaled out of it. There are many people. When they, when you hear, you know, you know, couple of people survived the corona. How is it that couple of people survive and others are dying? Think about that. Like I said, maybe some of us watching me this morning, maybe even me. I don't know. Maybe I mean, you, you, 
how can you so keep yourself from this thing called corona? A plague killing people that we don't even see what is killing. You say, oh, well, they say, unwashed. How many of us have touched money? When they give you change, don't you take it? Who says, who says corona cannot be transferred by, you know, by, 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 by money, by con contact of money? You go to, I mean, several times I go to buy bread, I put the change in my pocket. <laughs> Come on. It's the mercy of God. That's what I'm trying to say. But the point that I'm, I'm highlighting this morning is that the fact that we witness God or God moved in our life, that is not enough for us to really begin to understand why God, amen, is calling our attention, why God has saved us and why we are alive. You see, it's part of the nature of man that when something drastic happened in your life that brought you to a position where, you know, you, 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 you just bow in surrender and in appreciation to God. And in that spot, of the moment, you know, you cry, you weep and you're like, God, yes, thank you, Father. And, and all of that. And you do all of that. That doesn't mean that your heart has been touched. No, the response of, of, of what you felt, you understand? touched your heart because you're human it touched it touched you and you feel you know some move you feel some compassion but guess what it's not enough what am i saying what are you saying this man what are you talking about i'm saying until our until our heart amen is 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 ignited by the introduction of god through his love we never we never change Miracle signs and wonder does not change people. If, 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 if that does change people, the children of Israel should have been changed, transformed. I don't think there's any generation that will ever be able to witness the kind of miracle that the children of Israel witnessed as God was determined to bring them out of Egypt. They were too much of an experience in their life that has become part of who they are. That those experiences cannot remove in a day. God needed to introduce himself. What do I mean by that? God said to Moses, all right, when you come to Sinai, bring the people to me. I want to introduce myself to them. And I'm saying this because we're dealing with coming out of the ark. When we come out of the ark, the first thing we need to have done, amen, was to, was to allow God, amen, to introduce himself to us. In fact, we know that when they came out of the ark, the first thing that you know Noah did was to build for himself an altar. Yes. Was to build himself an altar. But we never really, amen, <laughs> saw that experience manifest in the life of, in the life of uh, Noah. Yes, God, God came down. God spoke. God cut a covenant with Noah. But how, how, how quick Noah was, uh, Noah forgot. Noah forgot the covenant. Not for God that God has blessed his own children. And, and that's the point that I'm making. That you see, there is something deep within the heart of men that could cause us to respond based on the spot of the moment, but has not touched the core of our heart. What touches the core of a heart of a, of a man, amen, is the love of God. It is the love of God that those disciples, those apostles, early apostles, knew. That they were able to lay down their life. There was no other thing. There was no other experience, challenges, famine, need, lack, pain. 
that could turn their heart, that could cause them to change their mind. And this is something that is lacking in our, in our generation. Many people in our day, including me, let me, let me put it that way, so let me not exclude myself. Many of us, many of us have not genuinely, 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 genuinely experienced the fullness of God's love. But that is the beginning of our journey. That point where we get to come, we get to experience, we get to have I don't know how to explain it. God introduced himself. You see, there are different ways God can introduce himself to us. Many people are after, you know, getting to know God in his power, getting to know God in his revelation, getting to know God, amen, in his ability to work miracles, signs and wonder. You know, many want the God that can provide for them. And there's nothing wrong with all of that, yes. But if the God of love has not introduced himself to you, you will still find yourself falling into the same mistake that Noah fell into. At the spur of the moment, you're going to find yourself saying things you're not supposed to say. You're going to find yourself doing things you're not supposed to do. You're going to find yourself, amen, allowing the old nature, the old man to use you. So I want to ask you this morning. Has God introduced himself to you? Let me put it better. Has love introduced himself to you? Love is the first thing that you must encounter. And by now, I'm sure by now you understand what I mean when I say love. That's not some emotion. That's not some feelings. Love is a passion. It's a drive. For God. It's an unconditional. You know. Hunger and quest. You know how it is. You know as humans. You know how it is when you fall in love with somebody. Just in our own falling limited knowledge. When you truly, truly fall in love with somebody and that person falls in love with you, you know, you, it's like you, you, you can't define, you cannot really define the, uh, the, uh, the, you know, the, the, the way you feel, the electricity. You can't define it. it, it it's, it's like something that intoxicates you. You do things, you, you, you do things that you, 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 would, you would think you cannot do. You know, you go to places, you go to the ends of the earth for that person. You're willing to, to you, you, you spend half of your day walking, you're thinking about that person. That is love. And that's love from the, the human understanding. How much more the love of God? When the only time you feel like serving God and doing his will is when you're around Christians. And when you're not around Christian and your heart is just after something else, it shows that you need, you need an intervention of God's love in your heart. God said to Moses, I need to meet with the people. 
when they i mean you are like i said one will assume after bringing them out of the land of bondage after they have witnessed the power the miracle you know the signs and wonders of god you would think these people should know god you would think after we have been brought out of this ark and the corona and all of that we've survived this you would think that our heart will be re renewed and, and reconditioned to want to seek God. You will think that amen, our prayer in this day will be, Lord, all of me, I yield to you. I want to have everything that you have for me in this brand new day. No. Many of us are running back to how our business can survive, how our this can, you know, all of that. <laughs> and we're using God. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Come on, don't pretend as if you don't know what I'm talking about. None of the things that we are seeking for outside the establishment of the love of God in our heart will ever satisfy us. That's the truth. Because what brought the destruction and the judgment of the past was, amen, their rejection of God was, amen, their, 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 their blatant refusal to serve him, amen. In fact, the, the, the fact that they, they began to worship themselves and create for themselves their own idols, you may say, but we're not building idols in our day. Come on, that's a lie. We are building idols for ourselves. We are building our own images. We're doing things, amen, that, that, that is just for our own interest. Whenever we do things, whenever I do things for my own interest, that is building idol. Let me repeat what I just said. Whenever I do things for my own interest and not the interest of him who have called me and sent me, Amen. That is building idol. That is that is pouring libation to some tree or, or you know or, or rock, you know, or worshiping some God knows what somewhere. When we use God, Alleluia, when we use the grace and the gift of God and the anointing God has given to us, amen, to create for ourselves some, some you know, a sense of importance and we want people to honor and respect us, that is building idol. So God said, Moses. When you bring, when, when, you, when they finally come out with all of the power, the first thing I want you to do, bring them to me. I want to, me, love, I want to introduce myself to them. I want to introduce myself to them. Issues of divine introduction. Why is it so important that God introduce himself to us as we are coming out of the ark? Why is it so important that, oh, you say, but, but we know God. Oh, no, no. We know about God. If we know God, <laughs> our values will change. Our attitude will change. Our character will change. Our intentions will change. Our preference will change. Our passion will change. Our longing will change. The things, amen, that we long for and, and we seek for and we pray about, our prayer points will change. What am I saying? I say we must move out of <clears throat> a position of just maintaining a certain spiritual status quo. We've got to move on. We have to move on to the next emphasis of the spirit. But we cannot move on without the establishment, without our heart being established on the love of God. So quickly, I'll, I'll give you these four points, then we'll be done this morning. All right. Why we need, why is this so crucial? Why is this so important? Amen. That 
that love introduced himself to us. One, we need to be introduced to God amen, so that we know how to interact with God himself. We know how to interact with him. Amen. If, he, if, we don't, if, we, if we don't know him, how do we represent him? <laughs> how, who will I say sent me? God introduced himself from, to Moses. But God says, my introduction to you is not enough. I don't want you to be an intermediary. You see, my job, my job, my job, as Isaiah Phillips, amen, is to, is to woo you, is to bring you to him. So he can introduce amen, himself to you. My job is not to play an, you know, the work of an, an, an intermediary. My, my job is not to you know, try to describe God to you. My job is not to try to show. You know, re, uh, there are things God has shown me and revealed to me. For me, that's good. But I can only speak of what I have received. But that, was, that is not going to be good enough for you. Amen. You will have to come for yourself. And taste to know that he is good. So the first point we're dealing with here. Issues of divine introduction. Highly critical to for one. How we interact with God. Two. How amen, we communicate and interact with each other as a community. When we know God. When we know love. Let me put it that way. When we know love. How we communicate and interact with each other. With each other. Amen. <laughs> we move from the state of prejudice, bias, you know, ungodly ideas and, you know, lustful ideas, carnal ideas, you know, prideful ideas. Uh, what, what, what are the remaining that we do in the church? You know, trying to impress each other. You understand? First of all, it's about God. Amen. God, when, when we get to know God, amen, love, he introduces himself. Imagine, they say, come up. They said to, 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 to John, they said, come up, come up higher. They wanted to introduce amen, God to him. They've not even begun to introduce, Christ has not even revealed himself. He's just an angel trying to, you know, show, you know, uh, you know, heaven to John. The next thing, John was bowing down the, in, in, you know, to, to an angel. Are you seeing what I'm trying to say? The revelation of God is the expression of his love. And there is nothing we can know in the things of God or about God if it's not established in a heart that is open. How we, how we view the awesomeness of God if it's not captured in love. We're only worshipping an image. God will not be different from another image and idol that men are, are bowing to because that thing is powerful. In all of the world religion, it is only the Christian faith that defines how God so loved the world that he himself came down in his son to die for man. There's no greater love than this. But that love has been so chipping. That love of God has been so chipping, has been so watered down that it's become just another theology that we preach. The love of God, the love of God, the love of God. But the love of God is a person. The love of God must be experienced. The love of God is not something we know, head knowledge. And that's why this teaching is about, is about listen to this, about towards spiritual maturity and learning by heart.
We cannot learn the things of God by intellect. The way we have learned the things of God are one of the most challenging problems for spiritual maturity today. You know? I mean, I went to Bible school. I went to, you know, I, I, I grew up in a church where they prioritize, you know, Bible, Bible study, Bible school, and all of things like that. But guess what? You can be accumulated. You can be full of knowledge about God and the things of God, about image, your identity, and all of that. But if the things that you have accumulated have not filter into your spirit. In fact, it shouldn't filter into your spirit. It should first of all dwell in your spirit and then filter into your mind because the, the things of God, you see how we learn and that's I, I, I'm running ahead of myself. I will leave this till tomorrow because I, like I said, I don't want to rush this thing. This thing is going to be a game changer for you and it's going to put you in a place, put both of us, you and I, in a place where we can make decision. Amen. How, how do we where do we go from here? How do we want to journey on? Are we going to continue to journey, amen, from a suke knowledge, from a soulish knowledge about the things of God, or are we going to really allow God to deposit himself, his love in our spirit, so that how we develop, how we grow, is from the spirit man. Whatever you know, whatever you have come, you, you will understand, you will agree with me, that the few things you know in your spirit have become the core of your life. And I know some of you have such, you know, one or two experience. There are, I know there are few people that I can say, hey, this person knows this thing by the spirit. But that one you know by head knowledge. And the things that you know by head knowledge, when the fire comes, when the trial of life comes, you will discover that those things don't hold ground. You can't depend on them. Because they are not your core. They, they, they don't define who you are. When certain things happen to you, those things are challenged. You find yourself falling away, giving away. Yes. But you know that there are certain things that you have been introduced to via love. That no matter what happened to you, you say, this one, no. You can't take this from me, devil. This one, I know this one. This one, no matter, no matter what happened, I have a revelation. That is the way God teaches us. God doesn't teach our head. He teaches our heart. God doesn't deposit himself to our head. He deposits them into our heart. The economy of God is within the heart of man. Would you agree with me, friend, this morning that we need to come back to the place of divine introduction? We need to come back to the place where the Spirit of God can reveal himself to us again anew. Father, this morning we want to thank you. Your word, your will, your counsel is all we need in this season and time. But we don't need them in our head knowledge. There are so many things we know from this point that we are totally ignorant of in our spirit, in our heart. We pray this morning as you begin to engage us from this order of your economy as you continue to speak to us about coming out of the ark father there's so many things i don't know yet about you of you 
that I need to have a personal encounter. I know there are things you've revealed to me. And even some of those things that you have revealed to me, to a certain degree, I'm losing them. I'm forgetting them. And this is why you spoke to me a few days ago. Call to mind again. Call to mind again. Those things that were foundational. Those things, yes, that were foundational in your spiritual journey and experience. Call them to mind. Lest you forget. Peter said, I know you know these things, but I'm not going to be negligent in reminding you again. So you may be established. Establish in the present truth. Truth is always present. Truth cannot be elapsed by time. Truth does not fade. Truth does not expire. Truth, truth lives outside of time. Truth cannot decay. Help us, Father. To remind ourselves to recall these things. Even as you call us to journey further. I pray this morning, oh God. That your truth. Your ways. Your intention. Four things you want us to know as. You love introduce yourself to us. How to interact with you. How to interact with, yes. The community. Our community, the body. How to journey through the wilderness. Yes, it is your love that guides us in our journey. And how to live life within the promised land. Because your word says that the promised land is called the land of Cana. Some people think the promised land is some heavenly realm somewhere. <laughs> no, the promised land is Cana. There are foreigners in the land. You want our life, yes, to so transform the environment that the people around us are drawn to your light. Say, Father, I, I pray that you don't take them out of the world, but that you keep them. The only way we can be kept by the, by, by the presence of God is when the love of God has become a revelation that guides our heart. Therefore, we can stand like, like Joseph in, in Egypt in the house of Potiphar. And Potiphera, without bulging, we can stand in the palace like Daniel and not compromise the table of the king. Ah, only your love can awaken us to lay down our life if need be. We want more than an ecstasy, we want more than. Some miracle and signs and wonder. Those fades away. A man walked the earth without performing a single miracle. Yet he was a true witness. John the Baptist was a true witness of who you are. Help us to understand. We want the miracle. We love the signs and wonder. And your word says the signs and wonder. They are the children. It's a miracle at the children's bread. We want them. They're part of our life as a testimony. Yes, to those who do not believe. But that's not what defines who we are. Miracles are to draw people to you. But it's your love that maintains people in you. We want it. We want your love in our lives.
So regardless of the condition, where we are, what we're going through, what is happening around us, in need, in lack, in abundance, in wealth, your love will maintain us. This is what you are calling us to understand in this brand new day. And we thank you, Father. For your grace is more than sufficient for us. Thank you, Father. Amen. And amen. Thank you, fellows. Thank you this morning, everyone, for joining me. Brother Derek, amen. Sister uh, uh, Myrtle, Sister Dioni, Brother Mervyn. Sister Kumisa, and of course, my dear sister Tina. Thank you, guys. And everyone out there watching, joining us, wherever you're connecting from, I want to thank you this morning for connecting with us. May this teaching continue to steer our heart. This is what the Lord has been ministering to me. This is what I wanted to share yesterday morning. But I thank God that, uh, uh, you know, we had that issue that we had because uh, that kind of gave me an opportunity to go, you know, and study more and just look in further more into what the Lord is saying. By God's grace, tomorrow we'll continue on this. And hopefully, if I have the time this today, I would like to come and continue to share some things, nuggets to us regarding this concept of the economy of God. God is speaking to us. Let those who have the ears to hear, hear. I hope and I pray that this teaching this morning has adjusted your heart, all right? Uh, 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 just allow the Lord, amen, to, 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 to minister to you in whatever area, amen, that needs to be ministered to. Because indeed, we do not have the time again to be playing around and to be playing religion and, and, and games. It's time to press further. Let's move on to the, with the Lord. But to, for us to do that, it must be solidly built on certain spiritual foundation. And certainly, certainly, the love of God is one of it. So God bless you, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your morning. And of course, have a blessed day. Bye-bye.